Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. Episode 65 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, and we're also known as The Naughty Couple. We are indeed. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. What an exciting week it's been. It has been. We went to our very first Naughties party. Yes, we did. We've been meaning to go for a long time and haven't managed it yet. I know. Sort of last to the party. The Naughties party at Liberty Elite has been going on for years and years. And somehow we, we kind of missed the Naughties party. Yes. And um, we went to see fabulous hosts, Bo and Raven. We did. But we will talk about that a little bit later on. This, this whole show is stuffed full <laughs> <laughs> it's stuffed full. The show is stuffed or you're stuffed? Well, it, it's like a fine restaurant. <laughs> it, it's absolutely packed. And, Are we know, talking a la carte or all you can eat? I'd, it's one of those restaurants, you know, where you, you leave a, a big tip. You, you leave a tip at a nice restaurant, you know, when it's a posh restaurant. Yeah. And, you know, um, you can keep the tip, as, as the leper said to the sex worker. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I don't, I don't know why that, I don't know why that just came into my mind. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. This whole show is packed, and and bear in mind, Delicious Debs, as as at the time of recording this, Delicious Debs is is kind of on a plane home from from Spain, isn't she? Almost. Mm. Yes. And uh, yeah, and, and talking of which. <laughs> The kind of Gran Canaria mm. uh, is is in the news at the moment, according to to worldwide news. You see, we, we're kind of moving on. We're doing worldwide news now on Vanilla <laughs> of Vixen. and it has been in the news this week. Swingers in the sand dunes in the Canary Islands, cops have launched a crackdown on sex mad tourists <laughs> who are stripping off <laughs> al fresco hookups at a nature reserve. <laughs> And they're actually blaming swingers. Are they? Yeah, they're saying it's swingers. Canary Island tourists are wrecking delicate ecosystems at nature reserves. But What, by having sex? Well, yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's in the sand dunes. You see, you see, what are we doing it? On the plants? <laughs> this is it. You see, I think this is typical what we talk about mainstream media, kind of like demonising swingers. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Flatten a bit of a sand dune? They're, they're, 
the, the, <laughs> apparently doing it on the sand dunes, which I think has been happening for many years. Yeah. And it goes on, officials on the Spanish island of Gran Canaria have targeted swingers in the sand dunes, thought to include a high proportion of Brits. Well, of course, it's going to be They're going to get the blame. <laughs> in a new initiative launched this week aimed at protecting the nature reserve, the tiny island off the northwest coast of Africa that's part of eight member Canary Islands, uh, oh yeah, it's got the big, big long, long name, which I've never been to, Archipelago, I think it is, and the long-time favourite of Brits seeking sunshine has been dishing out record fines to alfresco sex tourists since the practice <laughs> became popular after the pandemic. Sex tourists. <laughs> so that's it. So we all came out of lockdown and thought, oh my God, we've got to go and fuck on the Spanish beach. <laughs> What a load of bollocks. Well, what we need to find out from Delicious Debs when she's um, when she's back with us, because she's she's done a bit of a roving report for us while she's on holiday, bless her. Yeah, well, yeah, I think she's been on... on I think she went off to uh, Gran Canaria, really. I, mean, I, I, I blame Delicious Debs. She's definitely to blame for this one. <laughs> we'll find out what she got up to next week, then. <laughs> we'll have to. Has anything happened in your news, Mrs N? Yes, do you know what? Funny enough... Um, so you know how most people believe that pineapples are related to swingers, mm-hmm. especially upside down pineapples. We've even got our own t-shirt, we, pineapple t-shirts in the shop. We certainly do. Vanillatovixen.co.uk. Yeah, get yours now. <laughs> um, apparently the pineapple is out. No. And there is a new sign for swingers. Can I have a guess? Go on. Pineapple. I'm just thinking. So the pineapple's the the existing one. Yeah. Um. Let me have a think about it. banana. <laughs> no. That'd be that'd be a good one though, wouldn't it? Well, you wouldn't be able to have it upside down. It would look the same upside down as it would right way up. Well, no. If you if, imagine if you're holding it where it's like an upside down smile, if you held it the other way, it could look quite erect. <laughs> It'd be the perfect symbol for. <laughs> Fertility and, you know, yeah, the naughty lifestyle. I, I don't think they've gone that far with this new symbol. Okay. So, um, so I've I've read an article that is uh, from it's something to do with a sports channel, believe. Oh no, the Sports Hub. The Sports Hub. The Sports Hub. Okay. Nine eight point five. The Sports Hub, and it reads. Uh, move over upside down pineapples there's a new symbol to tell people you are into swinging okay you're never going to guess what it is well it's a banana no it's not a banana it's not even fruit related it's not fruit at all not fruit at all you could have given me a yeah um, I don't know I don't know I don't know it's colour coded loofers what yeah Exactly. What the so, fuck is what the fuck is a Cody Lufa got to do with swinging? I kind of think they're making it more complicated than it needs to be. So you know the little we probably don't call them loofers because to me a loofer is like a long. To me a loofer is like a big brush. Yeah, no, it's not. It's the little scrunchy things you get in your um, in your shower pack sometimes. Yeah, we, you know we, the little. So uh, yeah, like they're made of netting. That's and it. They just rip about yeah. three layers of skin off. They're the ones. So. Um, According to, according to reports, um, residents from the Florida Retirement Complex, uh, which are known as being wild retirees getaways... Which Flor- Florida retirees are notorious. Apparently yeah. so. 
They've been caught on video displaying loofers on their cars, allegedly distinguishing their swinging sexual styles. But they have to be of a certain colour. <laughs> Does it say what colour? Yeah. Purple, turquoise and orange. What? And you have to hang them. What, what? Oh, right. So you have to hang all three. You have to hang all three. The, the this picture, is why I'm thinking it's a little bit more complicated than an upside-down so pineapple. The picture of it is three hanging loofers. Yeah. These scrunchy things. Yeah. Turquoise. Purple and orange. Purple and orange. But these residents <laughs> at the retirement stupid. home in Florida have been displaying all three loofers on their cars. Allegedly alerting people to let them know that they're swingers. The thing is, I actually believe some of this. Because why on earth would you... It's got to be some sort of code. Because why on earth would you just randomly pick three coloured loofers to hang from your, from your car? It's like some kind of bizarre... You know like when people put those red noses on the front of their cars yes. in the 90s? Mm. This can't be any kind of weird charity thing. It's, well, apparently, according to the New York Post... Um, they claimed uh, there was a a Redditor, I'm not sure what a Redditor is, uh, who claims to have worked at the Villages for three years, suggests that loofers simply help residents find their own vehicle since all retirees drive similar cars. But if they're all wearing, if they've all got the same coloured ones on... Oh, look, there's actually a helpful guide. So (laughs) if you have... Oh, God, this is interesting. So a white loofer means you're a novice and a beginner... Purple is you're a voyeur and people who like to watch. Pink is soft swap, people who like to do it with others in the room. Oh, we like a bit of pink. Yeah. Blue, lowest level of full swap, those who play well with others. Yellow, mid-level swap, for those who want to have fun but are still nervous. Oh, this is ridiculous. I've already forgotten which is which. Black, which is full swap, those who say what the hell, let it go down. What? (laughs) And teal apparently is bisexual for those who want to increase their dating chances. This is far too common. For a start, teal is far too close to, like, turquoise on on the photo. You can end up, like, making a bisexual move and getting a clout because somebody... What's what's the the turquoise one? Purple means you're a voyeur. So you can end up just watching, but somebody else thinking you're bisexual if your colours are faded or... Well, that, then I'm just thinking, what if you're colour blind? Oh, it's ridiculous. It could get really messy. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I, I think as as, uh, as Brits will stick to the upside-down pineapple, it's a lot less complicated. Oh, we'll, we'll just stay old-fashioned and just, <laughs> just stay with the pineapple, I think. But maybe when you're driving past any retirement homes, keep your eyes out for any loofers. Perhaps you know, dear listener, if you've seen any loofers <laughs> hanging from cars, or if you know of any other strange symbol for, for <laughs> representing the naughty hobby, give us um, send us a message on the usual ways on that thing called Twitter. <laughs> Or X, X, as it's now known. Whatever he's calling it this week. <laughs> or you can message us on email, naughtycouple yes. at yahoo.com. Yes, we would like to know if you've seen anybody or you use a loofer in that way. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to catch on. No, I don't think you will. Bless them. So the other thing is, we went to Naughties. We did. And it was really, really good. It was an excellent excellent evening so naughty's night is on a saturday night yes at liberty elite on the a5 in lutterworth yeah it's for couples and single ladies yeah because it's a saturday which is always couples and single ladies night uh people may ask why do you have just a couples and single ladies night on saturday um 
it gives a different vibe. So there's no single guys because you've got couples that are just seeking other couples or perhaps they're kind of just going into the lifestyle and perhaps wanting like a male, female, female threesome. Exactly. And it, it just gives, it's a different vibe, isn't it? It is a different vibe. Although I have to say, because um, we've said before, like a, fri- a Friday night is, mm-hmm. is probably more a, a party feel, yes, I think. Because you have a lot more singles there. Yes. You have... I think you have a lot more single girls looking for single guys. Yes. As well. And or you get the hot wife couples, don't you, that, that like the single guys. Yep, you get, you get hot wife couples. It, I suppose you've got more dynamics on a Friday. Yeah. So it kind of, it, yeah, it, it, it just feels more, a little bit, whoa. <laughs> bit party mad. Yeah, well, Saturdays tend to be a, probably a little bit more relaxed. Yes. I think. Yes. Um. Uh, but it was busy. Really was busy. Uh, and there were some incredibly good-looking people there. I tell you what, walked in and I was like, wow. It, it was like, <laughs> uh, and and the lingerie. Yeah. I don't know, because we, we, we kind of introduced ourselves to Bo and Raven and, oh my God, what a beautiful couple they are. Oh, they were just amazing. I can't believe we've waited this long to get to, to meet them. To really get to make them properly yeah. and I've got to say Bo I stood and looked at Bo and he, I just instantly just thought to myself I felt I just felt a scruffy bastard he was yeah he was like three-piece suit I know he got the most beautiful three-piece because everybody knows I like a nice suit and Bo had just got the most beautiful three-piece suit on yeah and I mean they they got their guest list were you watching Mrs N I oh mean, yeah I was we have like a little bit of paper on a clipboard <laughs> Right with with a with a scrappy pen, <laughs> a big biro if you're looking, with about a quarter of the ink left, and Bow and Raven they got their laptop on 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 the bar. So people did. walked in and were just like, I was like, oh my god, this is like so you know 21st century. Listen, I have enough trouble with me big pen and me bit of paper <laughs> on me clipboard, <laughs> having to then try and cope doing it on a laptop. It's just like, nah. And they're just in Excel going, hi, you here, click. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. So it was wonderful meeting them. Uh, Raven looked absolutely stunning, didn't she? She did look stunning. Beautiful, beautiful lady. Yes. And uh, they told us how they met, which was a very romantic, beautiful story. Yes, we don't want to give too much away because... No, it's their be- story. Because... Um, we obviously have said, you need to come on the podcast and mm. talk about it. Is so there, although there... they shared their story and everything with us, we're, we're not going to say anything to you guys because it'd be nice for you to hear it from them themselves. Absolutely. And they're just, just a beautiful couple. They really, are. really nice. Yeah. Um, and I can see why their parties are so popular. Yeah. And I think Bo is one of those people where he's like, oh, well, it's just popular because the vibe and everything. And I'm like, no, it, it's popular because of you guys. Yeah, you exactly. Know, they've got he's got such a great sort of personality and yeah. just just wonderful. Yeah. Um and I mean the night didn't go without its hiccup. No, it didn't, bless them. Did it? Um so we had a, a DJ malfunction. <laughs> As in, the DJ went AWOL. The DJ went AWOL. We had, we had the management of the club come up and it was like, oh, can you help me with it with the DJ equipment? Because obviously Libs is all self-contained. It's got its own really high-tech, nice DJ setup. Um, and so uh, knowing sort of a little bit about, you know, Sony Walkmans and such, 
<laughs> I wandered over there and we were kind of setting up and trying to get like a, an automated mix going. Um, and then we, we kind of discovered Bo's secret, his secret <laughs> alter ego. <laughs> Bo's secret alter ego is Fat Boy Slim, isn't yes, it? Yes, apparently so. Because he got up on the decks. It was brilliant because, you know, you got, we've got all the kit there and everything. And, and it was all hands on deck. And Bo sort of leaped into the DJ booth. <laughs> and that was it. He suddenly became Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> and the crowd loved it. Yeah, they did. They did. And he played some banging tunes as well. Because the theme of their night is obviously noughties. Mm. And it's noughties music. It was awesome. Um, so some really, really good tunes. And he, he got his Spotify on his laptop. It was all tethered through, through his mobile. This worked wonderful right up until he forgot that it was tethered through his mobile and he wandered off to do a tour. <laughs> <laughs> and I was left in the DJ room going, why has he stopped? <laughs> this sort of panic on my face. He was out of range. <laughs> I know. And then uh, Esther came back and, and this is the dance floor. And he's like, what? The music's on, everything's fine. <laughs> and I'm going, oh no. But it was a really, really, really good night. It was. It was um, but I have one small complaint. Oh, because obviously the situation with the DJ, mm. um, and obviously it was all like you say, hands on deck, and everybody was trying to sort it but out. Nobody noticed. Um, I did. Okay. Mainly because the buffet was slightly late. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Hen, <laughs> we'd sorted the DJ system out in about five, ten minutes. No, I reckon it made the the, the buffet about two minutes late. Well, it, it felt like hours. Uh, Goodness. It was like, where is it? Where is it? Honestly, people think we just go out to eat at the buffet. (laughs) That's a good enough reason to go. Yeah, exactly. But it was also quite nice because obviously we... We didn't know if anybody that we knew was going to be there that night. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that... It just goes to show, doesn't it? Because when you go, obviously, we Liberty Elite is like a second home to us. Yeah. But when we're going to a, a night that we've not been to before you do get that feeling like being a new couple. You don't know if you're going to go in there and just stand in the corner. Mm. Um, and But being honest, I don't think hosts like Bow and Raven would let you do that. No, not They are at all. such good hosts. And I watched them and they were introducing people to other people in the night. Yes. They, they were just doing proper hosting activities yeah they never stopped bless them uh when when of course in between Bo doing his fat boy slim exactly and they were very attentive to us as well bless them I know. um and we did get a chance to chat for quite a while didn't we with them mm. which was amazing um and we weren't expecting and, and Bo bless him kept apologizing every time he had to go off and do a tour or something and it was just like no 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 you don't need to apologize it's, it's you know it's your night it's your event you you need to do what you need to do yeah um but we did have a couple of people that that recognized us I know, um, you can't go anywhere. From the podcast, which was nice. And I had one lady came up and said, oh, I'm, I'm fangirling over you. And I just went, oh, that's so sweet. I love that. And the, the couples as well, they come from sort of quite a distance. There were some people right from South London. Yeah. Um, there were people staying over that had come all the way from up north. So it was quite a, a spread sort of audience, wasn't it, really, geographically? Yeah, and it just goes to show as well, I think, that... Um, each event that's put on at, at Libs has they're not they're not the same at all. No, 
So the Nortis is different to, say, uh, you know, V to V, as it is to Dark Desires, as yeah. it is to Dangerous Curves. There's a different vibe and there's different dynamics and everything there. Each each night has its regulars where, you know, that's their favourite event. Yeah. So you'll have a, a small group of regulars that, that will attend. Um, but I've, I've yet, I honestly have yet to, to sort of go to a night where... Um, I've not felt included. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and I, I think with that, I think you do have to put effort in. Mm-hmm. If you sort of, as we've said before, um, Liberty Elite is wonderful because it does have sort of some quiet nooks and crannies, <laughs> doesn't it? Some nooks and, and crannies. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, but if you do sort of sit down on... on the Chesterfields and lock yourself away, then you're not going to get the most out of the night. No, not at all. But I did notice, like, and obviously some of our events, it's almost like at a certain time there seems a bit of a mad exodus out of the bar area um, and it can be quite quiet. They're all frightened. You, trump, you getting trampled <laughs> and you get into the buffet. That's what it is. Um, but it was really nice because at the noughties... There was people, obviously, some people had gone off to play, some people mm. were still socialising in the bar, there was people outside um, socialising in the smoking area, there was people on the dance floor. Yeah. So it was, you know what, there was yeah. no sort of time that night where it was just like there was nobody around. No, no. I think that is, is Liberty Elite's secret. It's such a good layout. It's very similar, I suppose, in effect to Purple Mamba. Yeah. Which, again, is, is another... It's kind of like an open plan club but again Mamba has a couple of sort of little nooks and crannies even downstairs that you can kind of if you, so if, if you do sort of make contact with just say for instance another couple that you want to just go off the four of you and just have a chat yeah you can do yeah exactly um, but it is open enough that if you don't know anyone in there you can kind of strike up conversation either at the bar mm. or at the smoking area which Kind of made me laugh because I looked at the smoking area and nobody actually smokes anymore. No, they were all vaping. There was, there was some vapors, but mainly it's the people that don't smoke go out to the smoking area because it's such a good place to meet people. There are some vaders, as I call them. Vaders. Vaders, because they're like <sighs> vapors. <laughs> Vapor Vaders, as I call Vapor them. Vaders. Yeah, va- vapors. And there were some very brave girls that night because they were they were in skimpy little um, lingerie outfits, and the temperature dropped, hadn't it? And they were all standing outside, and it, it and it was just like, oh. I, let's put it this way, dear listener: the, the, if you've got a hat, there was plenty of places <laughs> that you could hang your hat. <laughs> it was a little on the, the nippy side, shall we say? <laughs> Literally. Plus, but we, I mean, and we stayed till closing time as well, didn't we? Because we, we just got chatting and then that was it. It was just time, time always goes so fast when you're at the club. And it, we didn't particularly get a chance for noughties on that night. So we, we didn't. It was kind of a social night, but I came home and we've said this before where it, it was just as good as, as if we'd gone into the playroom. Yeah. 
it was just a brilliant, brilliant night. It was, it, yeah, I mean, we did nothing but laugh mm. and, you know, I meet loads of people, some people that we've never even met before, so we made we, new connections, which was nice. We, we, um, we, we were talking to a newbie couple and we were saying that they it was their first visit to a club and they couldn't believe they'd tried a few um, private meets. Yeah. That, that, uh, at... I think they'd gone to other people's homes mm. and they couldn't believe how less stressful it was going to a club. Yeah. And they, they had done that thing where they'd travelled miles and miles and miles because they were frightened of bumping into other people. Yeah. Which now I never understand because the majority of people in the naughty hobby travel to other clubs that are further away than their home. So you're more likely to bump into people that you know. <laughs> that is so true. I don't understand <laughs> that. That is true. <laughs> Save fuel, just go to your local swingers club. <laughs> um, we did hear, didn't we, that, that uh, somebody had turned up um, and sat in the car, got out the car, yeah. got back in the car, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. got out the car, walked to the door, got back in the car and then drove home. <laughs> Was that on the Friday? I think that was on a Friday night. Somebody I think was it a single guy? was just so nervous. A single they? guy. But, but this is what I love about the club because one of, one of the, uh, the, the helpers had said, look, if you want to come again but you're still really nervous, let me know. I will come out and meet you in the car park mm-hmm. so you don't have to walk in on your own. Mm. And that's the thing about Libs. Yeah. It, everybody there is just they're there to make sure everybody has a good time yes just a point if you are planning on going to a club and you are really really nervous um the hardest bit is walking through the door isn't it Hmm. once you've walked through the door that's it the rest of it is just easy i think you'll go through a a complete spectrum of emotions yes and the the thing that is against you is time because on the day, if you we, you cast your mind back, Mrs. N, to the, the first time we went to a club, for me the whole day dragged. Yeah. Because so so find something to do. If you if you think to yourself, right, okay, we're going to go to a swingers club, find something to do in the daytime. <laughs> Nothing too strenuous, because you never know. You might want your energy for later on. Um. But yeah, try my my tip would be to try and find something to occupy your mind. Yeah, it's a good it's a good tip. It's, it's and also just to which is what we always say to people, especially new people that come to our event. It is the whole thing of don't have any expectations. We always say to new new people, the night is what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you just say say to you say to yourself, right, I'm just going to go into the club. I'm just going to go for a drink, maybe chat to a few people, and that's it. And it's a real action-packed month coming up. It is. Because we've got, obviously, tonight is Vegas Vixens. It is. It's it's the third Vegas Vixens, I believe. The, the third one, which is uh, for single gentlemen, single ladies and couples. Yes. So it's our Friday night, yeah, mad party night. <laughs> Vegas-style party. We have a roulette table. We do. All set up in the club. And you get chocolate chips and we spin for your number and then you spin to see if it's red or black and you can win some naughty sex toys. You can. And what, what toys have we got for tonight? So um, obviously we've, we've got the classic double-ended dildo. Yeah. 
that's that's definitely got to be on the list. Starts off as 10 inches. Depends how much wear it gets. It might go down to about <laughs> six inches by the end of the night. Three aside, ladies. Three aside, share, share your toys. Um, I, I seem to remember, I think, the first uh, Vegas, the, it was shared quite well. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my memory serves me right um so we have that we've got some toys for the boys yes we've we've got some uh, vibrating cock rings we have and karma sutra playing cards yes so for anybody that hasn't been to a vegas vixens um the idea is is that we wanted to create um something where it would sort of break the ice Mainly for the the single guys, because, you know, it's quite difficult. Single guys just turn yeah. up on their own. And single girls. And single girls, bless them. And we just thought, let's let's find a game that's a, that's a little bit fun, a little bit naughty. Nice icebreaker. Yeah, exactly. So Where we, hopefully people will interact. And... We run it from about quarter to nine right through to about 10.30. Yes. It's just to kind of break the ice, get the party started. So every 15 minutes or so, <laughs> every 10, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so it's 15 minutes. We, we have... Uh, you have to wait and you have to listen for the DJ to play Viva... Well, I'm not going to sing it. Oh, I nearly had a, a copyright strike. Oh, nearly. I nearly had a copyright strike then. We, he plays Viva Las Vegas. Yes. Elvis. And you see everybody, it's hilarious. You see everybody just run <laughs> like Mrs. N to an over overstocked buffet. <laughs> you see everybody leg it to, to the roulette tables. And there, there we've, we usually have the fantastic Lola. Yes. Beautiful Lola who, who wore all feathers in her hair. She looked absolutely stunning. She did. Um, and we've also got Tina Von Teese. Yes, the beautiful Tina Von Teese is coming back to help us out. I know, I can't wait to see Tina tonight. So so we've got a real action-packed, uh, star-studded yes. roulette table. Um, and of course, Lola is now a host. Yes, she is. So Lola, hopefully we'll be able to get her on the show soon. Uh, we've got uh, a new host at Liberty Elite. We've got Lola, Lola One Socket. <laughs> Where do these names come from? <laughs> and uh, she's going to be the host of Sheer Indulgence. Yes. So we're going to find out more about that in, in some of the sort of upcoming episodes. I yes, think. so listen out for that one. Yeah, we're going to attend. We're going to tell you what that one's about. And it's it's kind of based on a greedy girls night. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. I think I might enjoy that. I wonder why, Mrs. <laughs> <N>. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but next week... Rocktober. Rocktober. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> you see, now we've been to see it, you understand it all. So I'm just literally, I'm, I'm looking at the computer now, um, my computer screen, and I'm, I'm just looking at Liberty Elite's um, uh, calendar. So you, you can go on, if you go on to libertyelite.co.uk, uh, you can see the calendar, you can see all these dates, these wonderful um sort of nights they've got coming up and they've got dangerous curves yes which is hosted by roxy our beautiful roxy who we haven't heard from for ages because she's been so busy we've been like ill with the flu and lurgy <laughs> the past few weeks but roxy is coming on and she's going to be doing some more agony aunting she is um, and answering your questions but she's busy for a couple of weeks because she's got dangerous curves rocktober um, which is on Friday, October the 20th. Yes. And you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real dressy do, isn't it? It is. It's everything Rocky Horror. So 
perhaps you fancy being a frankenfurter. You could be just like a rock chick. But she doesn't want grunge. No. We don't want grunge rock. We want rock rock. <laughs> we want big perms. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, 1980s Bon Jovi with my leather trousers, big perm. <laughs> You're not going for the whole corset, stockings and suspenders then? I, unfortunately, I have done something which is, it's that, you know, that classic meme when you go, it was at that moment he knew he'd fucked up. <laughs> because I said to Debs, delicious Debs, I said, Debs, if you want, you can dress me for that event. <laughs> it was at that moment he knew he'd fucked. <laughs> I saw her eyes glisten and it was like, No, yes. no, 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 no. Her eyes didn't glisten, her eyes glazed over. <laughs> they glazed over like a, like an alien <laughs> that, that just was just like, your ass is mine. <laughs> and so... God knows what I'm going to look like, but I assure you, no matter what it is, I will put some photos. I was going to say, we will show evidence. On our Twitter page, yes. Naughty Couple, spelled N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E on Twitter. <laughs> there will be some photos of that. That's on October the 20th. Yes, it's going to be a great night. I think you're going to have to get in quick because I think that one's going to be very, very busy. I think so too. Dangerous Curves, ideal for... Any ladies who are body conscious, if you've got big curves, little curves, um, it's just a great, great night. There is no judgment. Just dress as outrageously as you want to, and that's the fun of it. It is. And there's lollipops. Roxy's lollipops. Yes. <laughs> what were we Somehow doing? that sounds quite rude. I don't know why, <laughs> but it at least sounded really rude. <laughs> but it isn't. They're just lollipops. <laughs> I suppose it depends how you suck them. Well, I suppose it is. <laughs> And then our next event after after tonight mm -hmm. is uh, Vanilla to Vixen. Yeah, so we've got Vanilla to Vixen on Saturday, November the 11th. Yes. So it's a Saturday night, so if you're a couple or single lady, as we've spoken to before, it's a more relaxed vibe. Um, vanilla to Vixen is just, it's epic, isn't it? It's lovely. It's Vanilla to Vixen. We love V2V. So V2V, and it's Saturday, November the 11th, which of course is Remembrance Day here in the UK. So we wanted to do something respectful, um, not directly connected to it, because it's a sombre, very serious um, commemorative day, which is very close to our hearts. Um, and so we wanted to just kind of do something just a little bit kind of patriotic. Um, and so we've decided to have a red, white and blue party. Yes. So it's not directly connected, but it's just kind of got, got a nice, um, patriotic feel to the night. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll have some sort of flags up and, um, the dress code is red, white or blue. Yeah. So you can either go the whole hog and do all three. Oh, yeah. Or you could come in something red. You, you could do a jerry. A whatty? You could do a jerry. Oh, as in Spice Girls. Spice Girls. You could, you, could, you could come in a nice Union Jack number. Oh, I'm sure somebody's got one of them somewhere. Oh, I'm just thinking now. So oh, that set you off, hasn't I know, it? No, I'm off. I'm just thinking last night at the proms, you know, get myself one of those nice big long Union Jack tail jackets. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, this could be fantastic. Oh, my word. Yeah, so as I was saying, <laughs> you could go the whole hog and wear something red, white and blue, or you can wear something white, something red, or something blue. Or, because it's a couple's night, you could very cleverly coordinate. Mm. So you could have the man coming in white and blue. Yeah. Lady could come in red. That would work. <laughs> End up looking... Are we just literally going to go through every combination that they could do? No, no I'm, just, I'm just thinking, you've got to be careful, you could end up looking like a French flag. <laughs> But it'll work out somehow. <laughs> so, yes. So, get get your names down on the list. The guest list is now open yeah. for Vanilla to Vixen. So, if you want to get on the guest list, you could just send us a message. We like just two ways of sending us a message. You can contact us on Fab Swingers, which is our preferred way. So, if you go on Fab Swingers, we are Naughty Couple, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1 on Fab Swingers. Or you can contact us via email, which is naughtycouple at yahoo.com. N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1 at yahoo.com. Just send us an old-fashioned email. Yes. And there was something else we've done this week, Mrs. N. Was there? Mm. What, What else have we done this week? We've registered our name on Swinghub. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. Took a while. So Vista Wife, who's, who's sort of a really, really well-known content creator, and she's, she's absolutely fabulous. Never met her, but we'd, we'd love her on the show. Um, she does a lot of her content creation, and I believe they're involved in and created their own app called Swing Hop. Yes. Which is a little bit like, um, I mean, we've only literally just played on it a few few times, but it's a bit like a, almost like a, uh, like a, a Twitter, an adult Twitter. An adult Twitter. It's a titter. <laughs> <laughs> or X. It's, it's triple X. Oh, you know? It's, it's one of those. But yeah, it looks, it, it looks very, very different to the traditional Fab Swingers. Yes. Um, I, I was on there. There's a few people complaining it's a bit glitchy at the mm. moment, but it's brand new. It's brand new. So it's, it, it, yeah, it's going to have teething problems. Give it some time. Yes. It, look, it looks as if it's got potential. Mm-hmm. I like the look of it. It's very new. It's very different. Um, and it's just kind of a rolling sort of news feed. So there's a picture of us on there. We are Naughty Couple, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. <laughs> on Swing Hub. I think you said, didn't you, that um, no explicit pictures are allowed. I think, I, as I say, I've kind of just looked at it and I think that I didn't see one single puppy's nose, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> there wasn't a nipple in sight. <laughs> the puppy's nose, noses stay inside the pet shop. <laughs> Getting all these analogies from. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so yes, I think Swing Hub. I think it'll be another addition to the lifestyle and the naughty hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly missed it out there. I think it's a good addition. Hopefully, people will be able to enjoy it and connect with people. Yeah, so it should be good. I think it'll be good. Good. We, we'll finish off the show on a hot topic. Yes. <laughs> Something I wanted to. Ask your opinion on Mr. N. We had a message uh, from a single gentleman um, on Fab Swingers. And it was very... I'm not obviously going to read his name out, his Fab name, um, because of the nature of the message. So he writes, Dear Mr. and Mrs. N, I would like your opinions on married people 
in the swinging lifestyle who have partners, but their partners are not involved. Um, I'm not going to read out the full message, but he goes on to say that he's been in a relationship for sort of quite some time. Yeah. And they've got commitments and they are together more or less reading the message for the sake of their children. Mm. Um, And he is involved in the lifestyle as a married single guy, but his partner doesn't know. Right. And he asks what our opinions are on this. Oof. <laughs> Let me just open that can, can of, of worms. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a tough one because as a couple I know how I would feel if I if I found out that you were um in the hobby. Hmm. Uh, and we're you know meeting people and doing things behind, your behind back. my back yeah. i would find that really hurtful however we also know people that are in relationships where for whatever reason it is one of the parties is probably not into that kind of um hobby um doesn't really float their boats not something they want to get into mm. but they're they don't want to stop their other half from enjoying it. There's a huge difference, though, isn't there, between the partner knowing yeah. and the, the, the partner not knowing, doing it? But there's also been scenarios where one of the partners has said, look, you know, I'm... Well, for whatever reason, their sex drive is just not very high or, you know, they could have issues or whatever. And they've said, you know, I'm happy for you to go off and do what you want to do, but I don't want to know about it. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, then when they find out about it, it all goes tits up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's a very, very difficult scenario. At the end of the day, it's, it's one of those situations where... My opinion on it is I can't ever condone cheating. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It is. You know, you're not being truthful with your partner. You're not, you're doing things behind their back. Yeah. And being in a liberated lifestyle, to me, the naughty hobbies is the exact opposite. It's about being honest and being open yeah. in your relationships, whether it be friendships, whether it be people that you're playing with. The kind of weird thing, the ironic thing about this is that people uh, like the gentleman who sent us the message, he's been more honest with the people he's meeting in the naughty hobby mm. because he's obviously openly telling them straight away. Yeah. He's been more open and honest with them than he is with his own partner. Yeah. Which is kind of a, an irony to that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously for the, for the person that's involved in the naughty hobby um, and their partner isn't and the partner doesn't know, that's, that's probably an awful lot to carry around as well. Having to keep that a secret because there must be that element of guilt. Exactly. Um, you, you, you're carrying the whole thing about this lifestyle is that it's a it's a guilt free, um, very open, very honest lifestyle. Yeah. It's not about sex. It's not. It's, it's, it's not that. 
I don't want to, people sort of listening to this to, to say, oh, yes, it, it's just a license to cheat. I hate that. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. And anyone that really genuinely understands the hobby knows it's nothing about that. It's about bonds. It's about friendships. It's, it's just, it is a, a social network yes. of, of liberated people. Yeah. Um, but again, this is like a, this is like a real tricky one because I think it's one of those situations where it's almost a live and let live because we, we, we bang on about leaving our judgments at the door. Yeah. Um, so then all of a sudden I would find it a little bit hypocritical to go super prickly about somebody who, um, is on the scene mm. they're playing single whether it be a man or a woman yeah yeah for the simple reason that we don't know what goes on behind closed doors you don't know how their relationship works you don't know what is the motivation for their relationship absolutely um and, and you know as always we like to be totally honest and i have had conversations with um you know men mm. who are in the hobby but their had, wives don't know. And we've, we've also as well met ladies. We have. We had a conversation and she was very open, wasn't she? Very honest and kind of said that it, it was a financial comfort thing almost for both of them. Mm. But there was very little else there. Yeah. Which uh, is really sad. But, you know... It's sad, it, because, it's sad because you're an old romantic. I know. But for other people, that might work. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. There, there are there are so many different reasons for whatever dynamic is in a relationship. And, mm. and like you say, you know, we shouldn't judge. Exactly. Um, and I remember having, you know, conversations with, uh, you know, gentlemen we were probably planning on meeting and, that you know, they were very honest with us and mm. said, you know, look... I do this, but my wife doesn't know. But Are you, you okay with that? You have then then dismissed them. Yes, I have. Um, Which again is is your is is totally your yeah. It's your right to do so. I mean, the the thing is, it's like well, in fairness, you're the one that's going to have to carry the guilt, the guilt, and everything. Obviously, I, I don't have that burden because obviously we always do everything together, and we're very open and honest about it. But there have been times when it's just felt. For me, um, because I am an old romantic and I see it from the other partner's point of view and how I would feel if I found out that yeah. that was going on. And I kind of, part of me thinks, I don't, I don't want to be the person that's involved in that. Yeah, which, which I, I totally get. I totally understand. But in, but in all honesty, we have played with, um, well, I say we. Me, obviously. <laughs> no, because I've, no, because I've been involved. I know involved. You, you are involved, I've but what I have, involved. yeah, we have played with a gentleman who yeah. who was married, but mm. his uh, wife was very open with him and said, mm. you know, we don't have a sex life. I don't want a sex life. It, it was a scenario, like you said earlier, where where it was like, go and do what you need to do, but don't just don't tell don't me. Don't tell me. It. So we have been in, yeah. Um, and the, the thing is, as well. Like I say, you don't know what the motivation is behind that, be, behind their relationship. No, exactly. And neither do you need to know. No. Uh, because part of the wonders of being in this naughty hobby is it's an escape. Yes. So you can go to a club and you will probably 
find that the conversation sometimes is a little bit more candid mm. in as much as people won't openly say where they work. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's, it's a strange situation. It's, sometimes it's, it's a strange environment because people won't openly say, oh yeah, I work for such and such or uh, we live, you know, some couples don't like to even say where they live. Yeah. But they just like to go out, mm. enjoy it, you know, the escape. Um, but I mean, we've, we've had messages and we've read messages and uh, the one that is just kind of like sticking out to me where uh, a gentleman wrote to us uh, and said that, you know, he absolutely adored his wife, loved her to pieces, um, couldn't even bear the thought of them not being married anymore. But the sex side of it was just non-existent. I remember, I remember that. It Do you was, remember, it, yeah. remember the message? We, we read it together and, and you were like, you, you were almost in tears. It, I just, yeah, it, and it was really sad. But then sometimes I think to myself, you know, if, if the naughty hobby is a way of somebody satisfying a need that, that they have, because, you know, let's face it, we all, hmm. we all need it in different levels but it is part of a relationship and I, you know I think if everybody was totally honest mm. I don't think you could have a, a really close loving relationship without having that intimacy I don't know relationships change I know Relation, relationships change don't they I mean when you get married you're not the same people that you are once you've been married 60 years yeah that you are when you walk down the aisle. But mm. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not as close. No, I mean, so I suppose I'm going on on my own experience and being in a previous marriage mm. that wasn't particularly um, affectionate, shall I say. So here's where you kind of like bringing your own personal experiences into um, the conversation but that might not be the same case no. for other people. No, I know, and you're right, because I know obviously when we met, um, and we both, we've both said we're both, both very tactile people, we're both very affectionate, we're both very loving, mm. and we've said many a time that just couldn't imagine not being intimate with you in whatever way. I'm not talking full sex or anything, yeah. but just being having that closeness... Mm. Um, was something that we both discussed and said that, you know, our relationship has to have that because that is us and that's what makes us so close. Mm. Um, and it does make me sad when I hear stories like the, the gentleman that wrote in and said that, you know, how much he absolutely adored his wife, but there was just no sex there. We've, we've also spoken to a couple in the club um, where the gentleman had uh, impotence Yes. Problems. Yeah. And so they get go to the club so that he can enjoy his wife, in his words, being fully satisfied. Yeah. Because he felt he couldn't do that. Mm. She she argued and said that he did in other ways. Yeah. Sexually in other ways. Yeah. Um, and that that was really interesting talking to them and and um, but <laughs> that that was a classic case where they talk things through mm. obviously in in great depth yeah and we're still enjoying it together exactly but as we, you and i both know there are relationships out there where they don't have that level of communication exactly 
And, you know, we've read stories of people where they've, they've tried to approach the subject with their other half yeah. and yeah. it's just been shut down. And it's like, you know, well, how, how do I do it? How do I get... I think if you've got one person in the relationship where they just don't want a sexual side to it, somebody's lost their mojo and they simply don't want a sexual side yeah. to the relationship, mm. it can work against the other person trying to open up about it. Yeah. Because you've got one person saying, look, let's be open and just talk about it and just see... And at the end of the day, the, at the end of the day, their end game is to get some kind of sexual fulfilment. Yes, that's what it is. Isn't yeah, it? Um, I'm not necessarily saying just for sex' sake. They might want to to try and feel intimate and close to that person, mm. but their end game is to, to try and engage, to try and get some sort of intimacy back into the relationship. Yeah, but if you've got the other person who who doesn't want that and has lost their mojo and just not interested at all in any way the person will become defensive about it yeah so so the person you know then every time it's brought up if the person just keeps shutting it down yeah they're just going to get more and more defensive and so it's going to be tougher for the person that, that's trying to you know initiate the intimacy back into the relationship in whatever form they're trying to do it in mm. i read an article um and and the actual heading of the article was if you are swinging would you class that as adultery <laughs> which was a quite interesting way of looking at it but obviously my opinion is that and we've talked about this before sex and making love with somebody is two different things it's, at the end of the day it's, it's what do you class as adultery yeah so to me adultery is deceit yeah so, you know, you, you, if you're going down that road, you can say, well, what level is adultery? Is adultery texting someone um, an intimate message that then you you don't want to tell your partner about it? Yeah. Is, it is it just a text? Yeah. Is it just a drunken fumble um, on a, a works night out? Mm. It, at what point does it become adultery? It's just, again, it's just a label, isn't it? It is. It's just a label. It is. And and we, we probably all have different views on what you would class adultery to be. I don't like the thought of it being classed, the naughty hobby being classed as adultery, because to me, there's so many positives from being in the naughty hobby. The only people that would class the naughty hobby as, as adultery are the people that are not in it, that don't understand it. Yeah. But... You know, adultery is not a nice label. No. You know, nobody wants to be an adulterer, do they? No. You don't want to be classed as that. Um, and so it's not a pleasant label to be labelled with. So so I think there's a natural automatic defence there. But um, for me, anyone that's actually involved in the swinging lifestyle doesn't class themselves as adulterers because you've got your, your partner's permission. Yeah. And there are so many positives, like I said, from being in the hobby. And and you and I both know um, that being in the hobby has actually saved people's marriages. Mm. We've had loads of message from couples that have said, you mm. know, yeah. they'd gone from probably almost splitting up. Uh, yeah. 
that always amazes me. I, it does me too. In all honesty, be, because I would never, ever, ever suggest to a couple where they've got problems to to then go into the naughty hobby. Mm. Because we always say, if if you've got a chink in your relationship, this lifestyle will find it. Yeah. And so for for couples um, that that go down that route where, like you say, where they've kind of, perhaps the intimacy's gone a little bit and to to then go into the lifestyle, that that always amazes me. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, nothing with, with trying that route, but I'm always amazed at the success if if it's worked out as a success yeah to to me it's like sort out your communication first yeah absolutely and then then work on yeah but to be able to go from probably being in a in a position where you think things are just gone stale and you know it's all very mundane and you know to be able to then turn around to want you know your partner and just say look Things are a bit stale. I don't want it that way. Can we look at trying to do something to get it back on track? And yeah. because there's a lot, lots of people that wouldn't feel comfortable even having that conversation. And we've talked about it many times before, where especially ladies of a certain age. Yes, <laughs> that means me. You're gonna, you, you know, ladies hit the big M. Yeah, and you know, your, your libido is going to go one or two ways. And, and usually it slips down the rung of the ladder. It's, 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 it's common, a, isn't it? It's a really hard one because for me personally, I, I dip in and out a lot. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I consider myself, as a husband of a lady that go, going through the menopause, I've, I consider myself so lucky because you always say, oh, you know, my libido's dropped. For me... I, I've not noticed that. Yeah, but th- th- this is what I was just about to say. The fact is that it's something I'm very aware of. And rather than, you know, sort of keep it to myself or or just try and, you know, brush it under the carpet or just avoid it, Yeah. I make a conscious decision to talk to you about it and say, I'm, you know, I'm, my mojo's really not there at the you minute. Do. And it's really bothering me. You do. Um. And then we we tend to find what, ways to kind of... Why does it bother you? Because I... Obviously, I've heard stories about women that lose it all, all together and, and, and I don't want that. Because of like what I said before, because we are so affectionate as a couple, yeah. I don't want to lose that. And I think that is a very special thing that the, obviously because when it's like having a big plate of food put in front of you when you've just had a big plate of food <laughs> if you don't want more food you don't want more food yeah so sort of so they say to somebody you know i've lost my appetite yeah for that when you don't want something you don't want it so t- to be aware of that and to to say look i want to get this you know, back on track for our relationship. That, mm. That's a lot of effort. And, I, and I, I, as a partner, I really, really appreciate that. But I'm incredibly lucky to have you as a husband because I feel that I can have those conversations with you. And then just talking about it can sometimes be, be the solution that I needed rather than it just be going around in my head and it becoming this massive mm. issue, which it can do. 
I've had conversations with guys where they're, they, they'll talk to their wives and their ultimate aim is to, to get things working back in the bedroom. Mm. But they don't put any effort into anything else. Yeah. Like, guys, you know, if you're just concentrating on trying to get your partner back into the bedroom... You can't just concentrate on on the sex. No, absolutely not. And you've got to look at why. You know, they're probably knackered from working, then coming home, cleaning the house and doing other stuff and doing everything else as well. There could be many, many different reasons. Yeah. And I'm looking at you feeling a bit guilty because I still don't do much. (laughs) 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 But, um... And sometimes it is communication and talking, perhaps having a date night, which is a, a romantic night that won't involve sex. Yeah. So saying to your partner, let's just go out and do something, but but I don't, you know, I'm not looking for sex at the end of the No, at exactly. the end of this. Even if you just, you know, you, you cuddle up in front of the telly and watch a film, hmm. um, you know, or you're out, you're holding hands. It's just... We go back to when you, you were sort of diagnosed with your medical problem. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know, that hasn't listened to the other 64 episodes... <laughs> Shame on you! <laughs> um, where there was a stage in our relationship before we went into swinging yeah where you would if i started touching you intimately near your pussy mm. you, i would watch you freeze yeah and that was because you were afraid of 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 sort of the the reoccurring water infections that you were having um because sexual stimulation was was causing that yeah and so what what I did was was say okay let's eliminate. <clears throat> so what I said was was let's eliminate the fear yeah. by saying to you right okay we're not going to do pussy sex. So every time I came near you, you had the security of knowing that I wasn't aiming anywhere towards that area. Yeah, but but that's the difference. I mean, even right back to when we first met, and it was literally on the second date when I told you about my problem. And I'd obviously just come out of a, a previous marriage where I hadn't had sex for over two years because of the issue. Um, and I didn't know whether it was something I'd ever be able to do again. And I was so afraid to tell you because I'd spent years just almost being told that, you know, that's the most important part of a relationship. And so I was like, if I can't offer you that, you're not going to want to be with me. And, you know, I I really needed to apologise for kind of tarring you with the brush. <laughs> that I thought that that is, is how you would react. And But if that's all you'd known, if, 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 if you were with a partner and that's how they've reacted and, you, you know, you've been married for some years yeah. to that partner, then, then how are you going to know anything different? Yeah. You know? Um, but the first thing you said to me was there are there are more ways to be intimate than having penetrative sex. Yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> and we had lots of fun finding out. But that's it. it, it it's growing and, and learning together. And But at the end of the day, if, if, if there's one person in the relationship that simply 
does not want sex mm. and the other partner is constantly pushing for sex, then it's a rock and a hard place and, and it, it, very, very rarely does it work out well. Yeah. You know, it either works out where in this probably it's in this case here where the gentleman has gone out looking for it elsewhere yeah i'm not judging him not at all you know he, i mean from what we know he he doesn't want a relationship with anybody yeah because he is he's still happily married yeah. it's just there's that part of it the for, for whatever reason like you said there's many reasons why yeah it you know it doesn't happen yeah um and so he can go off and like you say, get that satisfaction. Sow his seed. Sow his seed, yes. Um, but he doesn't want to give up what he's got with his wife, which is, mm. you know, obviously... I, I, again, I can't condone it, you know, because it, it's not how I would do it myself. Yeah. But likewise, you've also got that live and let live. Yes. And if, if we go around just persecuting everybody that this is what's wrong with the world since social media everybody's got an opinion yeah and and everybody especially since since lockdown you can't breathe without somebody telling you that you're breathing wrong <laughs> and and the world is just too judgmental sometimes absolutely and so you wanted our opinion you got it yeah <laughs> it, it, it is an interesting subject hmm is an interesting subject. So if, if any of you have got any points of view on it oh that you'd God. like to share... Brick up the windows. <laughs> then please do, because I am, I am generally interested. Hmm. Generally interested. It, it's a very, very difficult situation. And like you said, to be honest, it, it is a sad situation because it means that there, there is communication breakdown. Yeah. Unless the wife is fully aware of it. Yeah. And who knows, perhaps in some relationships, they genuinely do mean, go out and do it, but I don't want to know. Yeah. But you can't help but feel, and here, here's me again, I'm making a judgment, so I'm contradicting myself. <laughs> but just because the way I am built, you can't help but feel that that person is kind of burying their head in the sand because the key in, in the, the sentence is, go out and do it, but I don't want to know. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't want, you know, you, you are burying your head in the sand to mm. it. There are so many things, though, that's connected to this hobby that doesn't necessarily mean that you, you have sex with other people. But there are so many scenarios that are incredibly sexy, like going to a club, just watching, mm. watching people having sex is actually really horny. It's amazing. It's better than a porn film. Oh, good God. It's not even on the same page as a porn film. Exactly. And like we've said many a time, not all people that go to the clubs swap. No. People go for the atmosphere. They go for the social connection with people. Um, don't necessarily go to go and have sex with other people. No. You know, we've been to the club many a times and not, not played with anybody. But then you go back to the old sort of situation, what I said before of... Yeah. 
what constitutes adultery yeah. would, would you happily let your partner go out if you're not involved in the lifestyle and the partner's going right i'm just off to the swingers club <laughs> <laughs> there might be a little bit of preconception there <laughs> i think there may be like, yes absolutely but also i think especially for the other partner that's probably never never been to a club or never been involved in the naughty hobby you're not going to understand it for what it is yeah so you almost need to educate yourself a little bit you know my advice to anyone out there that's that's listening is is always communication is always the key so for me if if a partner turned around to me and said um go out and do it but i don't want to know to me that's an instant red flag yeah that either you know that they don't care or they're pretending that they don't care yeah both ways you could be fucked if they find out and yeah and so even though they've said that to me I would want to deal with the communication first, but that's just me. Yeah, exactly. We, we all work differently. We, we do, you know. We and, do, and and there's, you know, there's all types of relationships out there hmm. that you know are not the same, but they work in their own individual way. And the relationships are so different because you've got two halves, two different people, who you know, very different sometimes, and are connected. Yeah. So, yeah. life is complicated enough and at the minute. <laughs> when you get two complicated people, it's like, Jesus, why don't you just fucking send us, like, a, an easy question? Like, what, <laughs> the normal ones we got on Fab, like, what colour knickers are you wearing, Mrs. Air? I, I'm not wearing any today. <laughs> <laughs> and that took about two seconds to answer that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good discussion point. It's it all is. part of it. And it's it things is. that, you know... We, we shouldn't shy away from talking about. We actually had another message as well along these lines and actually said at the bottom of it, I bet you won't discuss it. There you so go. So we proved you wrong. We did. <laughs> Never say that to me. Never. I'll always discuss it. So if you have a hot topic for us to discuss, send us a message. And if you want to be on the show, we're looking for more guests. Yes, absolutely. If you've got... Um, you know a unique story of how you got into the into the hobby or how you met your partner or just anything I, it doesn't have to be easy everybody says who, who we speak to who some of the couples come on the show and they say oh no no no, i couldn't come on your show i've got nothing to talk about honestly everybody is so interesting yeah in this lifestyle everybody has their own story and it's and you'll find that everybody's really really interested in it yeah because Somebody out there listening will always identify with somebody else's story. Yes. And that's what we love about doing it, don't we? We love making every single episode. Yes, absolutely. So, until the next episode, when we've got delicious devs back. And we can tell you all the naughty gossip from Vegas Vixens. All the naughty gossip, and we'll find out if naughty delicious debs has damaged the ecosystem yes. <laughs> by by having rudies on the on the sand dunes <laughs> we'll find out if she's been planting her cheeks <laughs> she's not gonna thank you for that comment no, it, it's there in black and white it's in the news i can't believe it you wait till i show her <laughs> till next week guys see you later bye-bye bye-bye